In an earlier podcast, I spoke about what I call the stairway to achievement and how we all live above or below an invisible line on that stairway. That invisible line separates people who always ask what to do from people who offer solutions or ideas on what to do. The article was a challenge to us to empower ourselves to live above the line. However, when it comes to living above the line, there is something we don't really control, and it can sabotage us. Hi, and thanks for joining us for another episode of Lessons from Life. Today we're looking at part two of Living Above the Line, the Supervisor's Challenge. We can do everything we know how to do. We can identify the problem or opportunity, see a solution, take the initiative to achieve that solution, and we can immediately or routinely report back to the person in authority, our supervisor or whomever it might be. We have just controlled everything within our own power to control. But we can't control other people and how they want us to behave. And for this stairway to achievement to work, our supervisor or manager needs to want us to be a live-above-the-line employee. Now, I hate to say this, but some supervisors can't handle self-actualized employees. They want their people to always ask them for permission. If you have direct reports, I really hope you are not one of those supervisors, because if you are, your people will never get above step three on that stairway to excellence, and you will never know the full value and power of your team. It seems to me that this most often happens when a manager is fearful and territorial about his or her position. They feel like they need job security, and they won't have that if their people can act independently. They need their people to depend on them. They need to show they can control their people. Here's the rub. You can't control adults. It's not humanly possible. The people who report to you are individual, fully formed, complete human beings. They may comply because they need a job, but you're not really controlling them. You're just not encouraging them and not helping them. What you're really doing is crafting dissension. You are encouraging antagonism if you try to control or micromanage your people. The best thing a supervisor can do is recognize that the people working for him or her are adults and to treat them as adults with fully functioning brains. Having said that, it's important to realize that not everyone who works for you lives above the line. If you supervise people who live below the line, then yes, you need to guide them or coach them up those steps on that stairway to excellence. You need to help them learn to live above that line. Don't just take the easy way out and say, I have to tell them exactly what to do because that's the only way anything will ever get done. Give them trust a little at a time, just like you would do if you were a parent. If they don't succeed, use that as a coaching opportunity and talk with them, not to them about what kept them from succeeding and how they can do it differently the next time so that they'll have a different outcome. 
You are not just a manager or supervisor. You're a leader. Part of your job is to help your people develop themselves. And just like my parents' philosophy was that children should do better than their parents, any good, effective supervisor's philosophy should be, I want my people to be able to do my job if for some reason I can't. What if you were suddenly in the hospital? You would need your people to step in and rise to the occasion. If you have kept your people under your thumb, they won't be able to do that because they haven't been encouraged to think for themselves. And here's something else to think about. When you force people to live below the line, you're going to lose some of them. Now, I admit there are some people who would rather just be told what to do. And there are jobs that are good for people who want to be told what to do. But most of the people you work with want more than that. Most people don't want to be micromanaged. Most people don't want to be told what to do. They want to be given a task with the understanding that if they need help, they can come and ask. If they don't know where to start, then have a conversation and help them figure out where to start. But trust them to do it. Let's look at it another way. If you tell a teenager, I want you to clean your room, the teenager doesn't want you to stand in the doorway watching them and saying, oh hey, don't forget to pick up that dirty laundry. Don't forget to sweep under the bed. You don't want to do that either. By the time they're a teenager, they should know what's involved in cleaning a room. Instead, you want to be able to set clear guidelines and expectations. For example, I want your room cleaned to our regular standards of clean, and if you get that done by six, you can go out with your friends. And if you don't get it done by six, you're going to stay in and clean your room. And then leave it to the teenager to choose. You don't want to follow after them all afternoon saying things like, So, are you going to clean your room? Have you started cleaning your room yet? You know, you're running out of time. It's almost six. Part of helping teens become adults is letting them face the consequences of their decisions. Take that same attitude into the workplace. The people who work for you are adults. They may even be parents or grandparents. They are grown up. So treat them as if they're grown up. Encourage them to live above the line. And if you find that you are hesitant to do that, then sit down and have a conversation with yourself and figure out what's going on. Why don't you want your people to live above the line? What are you gaining by keeping your staff below the line? That's my challenge to any supervisor or manager. Commit to helping your people live above the line. You will never get the best out of your people if you have them convinced that they need to live below the line to make you happy or keep their job. If you want the best out of your people, Encourage them to live on those top three steps. And don't get insecure because they're doing well. Recognize that it's a reflection on them and their abilities. Be grateful that you have people of that caliber on your team. Besides, it might actually be a reflection of your coaching or management abilities. If they started out at step one and now they're on step four, guess what? 
you helped them get there. Celebrate their achievement or their accomplishment so they know that you are not threatened by their success. Nothing stunts a team or employee more than feeling like the person in charge is threatened by their success. Don't stunt your team. Help them help you by encouraging them to live above the line. Thanks so much for listening today, and until next time, go make it a great week.